in the darkness of the night. Temperatures drop as your fear rises. The sounds of the unknown only grow louder and closer, and you feel your demise is at hand. You stop and turn, and see the harmless dancing shadows in your wake. You let out a shaky breath, almost a laugh. It must have been your imagination. Suddenly you feel a cold wind whip around you, and the shadows whisper, Phantasmagoria. not ready for whatever he's about to say <laughs> i'm intrigued welcome to phantasmagoria kevin i'm looking and you have something on your tooth oh no at the top i did just have Go like some this. grilled cheese and it's tomato on, soup it's Ooh. on your right tooth that sounds really good i'm jealous this one yeah i'm so you hungry it. it's on the side of your tooth now Use the pad of your finger. This is audio poison. We can't. This okay, isn't no. what we're doing, Restart. is it? Okay, I can't. Have my, I can't have my friend <laughs> Kevin go. looking like a goon while he's podcasting. I'm posting all of this. Welcome to Phantasmagoria. <laughs> <laughs> Just take that out of context. <laughs> what Sam said about me looking like a what did you I, say? I like it. I'll just clip it at the beginning, so they'll be like <laughs> what, and then it'll play again like in thirty they'll, seconds. No, they'll just be like they'll just be like oh yeah, he looks like a goon. <laughs> Kevin, yeah, he he's goon looking, goon looking. Sorry, he's a goonie. Uh, nope. If okay, a, go a gooner. Question of the day. Here it comes. Uh, just the first one that popped in my mind. This is a dangerous road. Uh, yeah, I don't like this. Car Cartoon Network from the early 2000s. What was the best show? I didn't watch Cartoon Network from the I early didn't, 2000s. I didn't really my grow mother, up on I'm it. Talking my about, mother okay. did not want me watching it, Ed and Eddie, yeah, it's same, so dumb. Same. Because wow. it's just, my mom was the exact same way. Just mind-numbingly dumb. I, I, well, that's what everyone said about SpongeBob, and SpongeBob has revolutionized my mom, the world. My mom yeah, liked... Yeah, but Ed and Eddie, obviously she was right. Ed about, and Eddie, about her revelations. Hey, I've seen some dang good Ed and Eddie mean. They're memes. they're pretty funny. Um, I've seen some stuff as an adult that I've watched of Ed, Ed and Eddie, and it's pretty dang funny. Ed, Ed and Eddie is a funny. Show. I thought because of the animation when I was a kid, I I thought it was like an adult cartoon, like Sometimes, Family Guy. Some some things were a little disturbing in Ed, Ed and Eddie. I will admit that. I can't even say that Ed, Ed and Eddie, but uh, no, it was a good show. But, but see, also, that's, that's the thing, though. You can put a show as disturbing as Ed, Ed, and Eddie on Cartoon Network when you've got Curd the Cowardly Dog up next. Exactly. And it's like, you know, that's they, they, they capped so high on the creep factor for a cartoon that they could put out whatever they wanted from then on out. How much Johnny Bravo have you watched? A no, lot. None. It's Sam. It's you just, of all people. We're just discussing just... This all means nothing to me. Johnny Bravo is a show that you absolutely need to watch. For all you friends out there that didn't watch any Cartoon Network, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Just know that you're not alone. I was going to say, like, on, if for we're all sticking... those people that uh, weren't allowed to watch SpongeBob growing up, I'm not with you. Yeah, and no. You need to repent. <laughs> Kevin is bringing the wrath of God to your front door via this podcast for not watching SpongeBob. Via SpongeBob. I'm starting the podcast. A werebeast encounter. Uh, I'll answer questions in the comments. Okay, remember. Oh, this is from Ice Phoenix forty eight. Okay, remember that this was in the middle of the day. I was talking. Remember that. I was okay. taking my daily trail Locked. across my land, about forty five acres, going through the forest service. Now, keep in mind that my dogs accompany me and usually alert me when there is another wild animal nearby. I go up the stone steps that usually lead into a little cavern, but there were chunks of torn. There were chunks torn out of the sides. Now, I don't know any animal in my area that could tear stone out of a concrete wall, but southern Missouri do indeed have some mountain lions. They usually keep their distance, and the ones on my land play. Yes, play with the dogs. I, sh <laughs> I shrug I it off. I don't think that's like a regular thing. <laughs> I shrug it off, and I take a left. This is a friendly mountain lion. <laughs> this, is, this is bad advertising because I will go play with a mountain lion and get my face mauled off. Um, Send your little poodle out there. <laughs> I shrug it off and Have take fun, a honey. go make some friends, <laughs> dude. A, a purebred poodle. Don't forget who you are. I I could see standing up to a mountain lion. Those are 
me- powerful dogs. It would get wrecked. They'd, they'd lose, but I could see it like no, putting, no, no, wrecked. It would lose, but they're big dogs. They're strong dogs. Uh, I don't care how big they are. All right. Uh, they usually keep their uh, wrecked. Not even ten yards out, I see a skinny bear, but it had muscle on the front legs. Question mark. <laughs> I start turning back because the dogs whoa. were nowhere to be seen. Whoa, 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 whoa. So he sees skinny bear. Skinny bear. He's like, whoa. The thing that's strange about this. Weight? The thing that's strange about this bear is that there are muscles on his legs. <laughs> on the front legs. If you saw a really abnormally skinny bear with giant forearms, you'd be like, that's kind of weird. Just a freaking a hulk of a bear. But just at the front. Yeah, he's... I don't feel like that's that crazy. That's kind of like a werewolf, actually, If now that I think about it. Werewolves always have, like, the, the skinny, like, hind legs and then, like, the big monstrous claws. Yeah, you're right. Front. You're right. I feel like... I don't know. I've seen enough pictures of animals with abnormally muscled bodies when have that, I would, you, that I would think I, that I see it and that's, I'm like, wow. What crevice what a, of the dark a, web are you going to to find have it? Have you ever seen a, a kangaroo's upper body when it's yeah, flexing? Yeah, they're actually I would have never thought. I've yeah. never seen a bear when it's flexing or when it's like, <laughs> like I, don't, I don't pay that close attention to a bear. But if a bear was standing there and it like flexed its upper body, I might be like, wow, that's terrifying. That's a big, well, it's, a big it's, boy. It's one, thing, it's, it's one thing to have not seen a bear flexing, but... I just don't think I've seen enough bears that's, to be able to determine what, that's what a I'm skinny saying. bear that's is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Just a skinny bear alone. Just like, a big raccoon is what this is. <laughs> We've done this joke. I know for I've said big raccoon yeah. into this mic. Yeah, I know that's, it. That's an episode title of ours, um, in fact. I start turning back because the dogs were nowhere to be seen. I start running as I hear the most guttural scream. I keep running, nearly tripping over the rebar. <laughs> Nearly tripping over the rebar. Did you hear that? <laughs> as, the, as the creature is scraping the concrete, chasing after me. <sighs> I kick open. This is actually some nice storytelling effect. I'm, <sighs> I'm into I'm, It's had some eerie music. Uh, <laughs> okay, not Stranger Things. Um, and not acapella. <laughs> See, this is, where, this is where it gets a little like... Harmonize with me, Kevin. I get a little confused here. It says, I kick open the water fountain, and the water spews on the smooth concrete. I then go to the top of the hill to my emergency stash with three silver rounds. <laughs> I then he's this prepared. Real. I then <laughs> this is false. <laughs> I Fiction. Then, I then drop my clip out of my twenty-two pistol and load the clip. The beast then screams, and I hear my blue healers yelp. I run to it and aim. One well-placed shot is all it takes. But they start circling each other as if the other was taunting my other dog. I took the shot. Now I've now. I got some good fertilizer. Had to tell the vet that my dog had gotten into a fight with a mountain lion and that one of the guard dogs of the house scared it off and all the dogs fed well. I, I, Who said this is Dwight Schrute? That was Paul Napoleon Lou. Dynamite? <laughs> fertilizer? I, I Did know. I miss something? I know because I don't get it. <laughs> I have no idea what you mean. <laughs> I I also had to take a good long shower and had to think how me and mom were going to explain it to my stepdad. P.S. He hasn't asked any questions as to why I was bloody as he was playing the PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end. That's the end of the story. You walk in covered in blood. And manure. He's just too busy with Final Fantasy <laughs> 3. He can't, he can't, he can't okay. bother. Loose ends? <laughs> Full of them. You shoot well, this thing. What happens well, to it? Does it disintegrate? He got some good no. fertilizer. Turns dog- back into a man? No, they were circling each other after he oh. shot it. Who like- was circling who? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just I heard they were circling each I other. I don't know. All I know is he was prepared with silver bullets for a mythical beast. Shot it, killed it, and from the context, it sounds like his dogs no, ate it and he I got ne- some good fertilizer. Where was the kill? I Did it say that it died? It just says, I took the shot all by itself. So it's like... Okay, that's pretty epic, yeah. honestly. So, so he got some good but, fertilizer. His dogs ate well. That's all he said. Where does it okay, say well, that it died? What? I remember it being shot. It's, it's and implying then- it by saying his dogs ate well. That's what uh, it's implying. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, other question: Why is this a were beast? Because he didn't exactly know what it was. Probably, you know. So here's so, the wait, thing: You're telling me. I feel like every time I see a were animal die, werewolf, they um, turn back they into turn back into human. Yeah, you're yeah. telling me that these dogs, <laughs> freaking, they, these dogs 
munched this thing so fast mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that the body was unidentifiable. Oh yeah, these are some hungry boys. No, I would say that, that he killed the bear. He it was shot a, it with a it was silver probably bullet. A bear actually, cub. actually, if it was a were beast and it turned back into a human, he's like, great. Now I have a dead body. No, what's what are they gonna do? Believe me that it's a were beast? No. So dogs go at it. Eat up. Get rid of the body. And so your dogs just rip this thing to shreds? What kind of dogs do you have? What, Dude, <laughs> what kind of dogs what do you have? Dogs will, eat a, dogs will eat a dead body. No. no. Yeah. I, no Absolutely. You have a dead person laying there, and you, if there's no nothing I could tell eat. my dog that, to where they'd be like, oh, food. Maybe. Never. I don't know, man. Never. I know. I don't know. There's no way. Unless, unless you trained like, your dog and you were like, this is food. You killed people on the daily. Unless and you were your like, dog was eat. emaciated. And this bo this body had been rotting for <laughs> oh I don't know seven days just long enough to just ruin your dog's breath. But just, no, but but <laughs> the more it rots, no, okay, I shouldn't say that. But it rots to a certain point where it actually is appealing to the dog. <laughs> it's like oh it, now it smells now this body smells like my bar. Well, they can probably sense like okay, there's no life here, and I am hungry mm. and an animal. Okay. So I'm probably going to eat this. He said some fertilizer, too. Maybe he just ground it up. Or yeah, his dog could have done that. that and fed then some, pooped. Fed yeah. some to his dog. <clears throat> and then what they pooped, he turned no. into fertilizer. What just freaking kills me is this guy bloodied up in the shower, <laughs> like, thinking to himself, like, how am I going to tell my stepdad? Stepdad doesn't care. <laughs> Stepdad, stepdad is playing Crash Bandicoot on his PlayStation, not caring about your werebeast. I don't know how mom and I are gonna break it to stepdad. And stepdad's like, I, I don't, don't care. You don't have to break it to uh, me. No, he doesn't care at all. Uh, I've got a story here from our good friend Anna B. All right, we've had stories from her before in the past. We also, hey, I've got a double dip story person too. That's a weird way to say that, but here we are. A double, a double, <laughs> a double dipper. Here's enemy no, double dipping. I will not repeat it. <laughs> Tell the story. Continue. Uh, a couple of years ago, I went to an all girls church camp for a week during the summer. Woo! Uh, <clears throat> no, Party. Like, higher. Woo! I, yep. I can't go higher. Yahoo! <laughs> it sounded like a little. It sounded like Toadette from Mario Kart. <laughs> No, it's just Toad from the N64. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the campsite was clearing was a clearing full of at least 15 large cabins, and the area surrounding was a dense forest. All the girls who were seniors stayed in one cabin near the edge, very edge of the campsite, farthest away from everybody else. The cabin had had two separate halves separated by a large set of bathrooms and two doors. Uh, the other side was used for first aid classes during the day and was locked up in the night. The second to last day of camp, a couple of my friends and I were up late, uh, laying in our bunks, talking when the door to our side of the cabin was suddenly opened and a figure came crawling in with some sort of mask on. Mm. We, could, mm -hmm. uh, we could only hear them breathing heavily. None of us could see closely because we had put our glasses away or taken contacts out. Every it sounds to me like you, first and foremost, find a friend that has eyeballs that can see. <laughs> because if you, you need a scout. If you've got everyone relying on man-made tools to see, that's a, ba that's a bad you've, group. You've found yourself with your pants down. <laughs> what? He you've been caught red-handed. Why the shaking of the head? This is not a good phrase. <laughs> uh, we could hear them breathing heavily. None of us... Because of the glasses and stuff. And it was very dark, so we only saw an odd figure crawling in an unnatural way. The person rolled around on the floor and growling for several minutes and kept down the aisle of bunk beds and crept down the aisle of bunk beds towards us. The noises they made were unlike any human sound I've ever heard. We laid frozen in our beds trying to pretend we were dead or asleep so it would ignore us. And all of a sudden, they got up and ran to where our leaders were and screamed right in one of their faces. Uh, two leaders got up and chased them out. Uh, we later learned it was young. It was the younger girls from the cabin next door. They crept. Uh, the creepy part about it was they had planned to prank us by just coming in through the locked area. Um, they had left the door unlocked during the day, uh, and then making a bunch of noise with this big squirrel head mask on. The girl with the mask went totally off script, as if she was possessed and scared. 
uh, and scared even the friends who were in on the joke. Um, Weird. Yeah. Squirrel girl lives again. I don't know what happened to the girl that night. She acted totally fine the next day with no knowledge of what had transpired. What? No she, knowledge? Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. You read that line very fast. And I, that was very I, important. I, I she forgot. She didn't even know she did it? I don't know what happened to that girl that night, but she acted totally fine the next day with no knowledge of what had transpired. So <sighs> if you're going to pull a prank, I just want to I want to throw this out here. Uh, if you're going to pull a prank, you're going to play the dumb card. Duh, what? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I did that, but... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What are the chances this girl was actually possessed? She went in, like, she maybe she took things a little too far, scared everybody, even the, <laughs> even the other jokesters. Even the accomplices. But maybe she went in and actually... Did a stand-up job? Did a stand-up job, and something else took took over. I okay. think, I think, oh, the, the spirit of the actor... The, the, the thespian her just be. took control. She's like, <laughs> no, the squirrel this mask. Is, this is the role I was born to play. Well, um, see, the thing that supports that idea is that she was making noises that were not human. Maybe yeah, the demon nearby but, was like, oh, you want oh, you want possession, do you? Oh, you want I, pranking, do you? I oh. think. Oh, you want to scare people, fear? do you? Hmm? I think this story <laughs> above like all else is the perfect example of. Your brain is the strongest drug you could get your hands on. It freaking this girl comes in with probably a cheap mascot squirrel like head and maybe like black spandex skin suit. Puts and, on the and, mask. And your fear, your brain has told you this is a demon. She's making guttural sounds that aren't human. Okay. Because of fear. It's cool. No, it's like interesting that the human mind does this to protect itself. But yeah, uh, she's like scrape she like scrapes her like jean or like some buckle on the side of the wall and it's it, all of a sudden it sounds like a inhumane demonic noise because that's just what your brain is telling you. Now. Yeah, absolutely. She was actually just fumbling over stuff and they're like, hey. what was that? I've, I have been in the bathroom when I know for a fact I'm alone at home. Sam has the text and I'll hear something like something maybe in our house is real. Like it's a Sam has the text. Yeah, like where I've texted him and I said, hey, "Are you one of you guys home? Like there's, right now? There's something in here." Well, <laughs> it's not. Well, wait, let's hold Somebody on. Somebody check. I'm on the job. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Sorry. quite accurate. Um, no, but for real, we like our apartment like, is connected scoop. to another apartment, <laughs> and if their door slams, there's like occasionally for whatever reason it will sound like it comes from inside our apartment, and I'm like, "Okay, there's someone in our house," and I know for a fact I'm home alone. Like. So I'll text, I'll text them and be like, hey, are either you guys home? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, Please. someone might be in our house right now, and I'm on the toilet. So <laughs> remember me as I at my best, not at my worst. So they're in for a pleasant surprise. Yeah, but we both Whoever are. Whoever this intruder. <laughs> anyway, that's- Because a, whenever I break into a house, I go straight for the bathroom. That's, <laughs> dude, if I'm ever pushed to break into a house, it's because I need a bathroom. <laughs> Like, that is the only time. <laughs> Me, Houston, with my morals, that's the only time I'll break and enter. Occupado. Holding his crotch, and he's like, he busts in, and Houston's there. He's like, you are kidding me. You I know, call, this I is a back. really... This is the one house that I break into. You know, one of, one of the benefits of a, an audio podcast is the listener gets to imagine things that we say for themselves. <laughs> I'm really glad you forced that upon everyone's brain. Hey, you uh, brought it up. He forced it, or you brought up <laughs> you sitting I on the john? I know. That was Facts. Kevin. It was you. We need to move on. I can't talk about me on the toilet any longer. From, no, I'm not moving on from this story until we have an answer. Okay, we have the answer. It was someone who freaking got too caught up in their acting, their squirrel acting. There's it could that could be the case. <laughs> <laughs> but in a podcast where we talk about paranormal activities, no, it's, it's certainly it, okay. Let me just explain it this way: the same thing would not have happened had there been no mask. Uh, what do you mean? Like it just would have been a totally different experience for the no person mask, or for the. The for scaries. everyone, yeah, for everyone. So this is the mask who is the mastermind Ooh, of this whole thing. You think this might thing. just be like the mask part three? Yes. Okay. Precisely. I do like those movies. So, and I would hardly believe there's a squirrel, like a actual squirrel mask out there that <laughs> isn't possessed. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> That's a good point. When um, was the last time you put a squirrel mask on, huh, Sam? Don't give me that smirk. Never. It's exactly. Never happened. And will you? <laughs> How's a man to know whether he put a, a squirrel mask on in his lifetime? Okay, fine. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
Um, uh, it, 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 I think that had some merit though, legit, because like I've I've worn like a mascot suit like once before, and there's something that like almost comes over you a little bit where you're like, no one knows who I am. Like you become a lot. There's something about being completely anonymous under that suit that is like you have a lot more char- like charisma, like no anxiety when you're talking to people or like interacting with people. Like if you're like, it's it's really interesting. It like it totally has a thing to it. So I could see someone being in this full body suit and being like going a little extra because you you feel it. I've been there. I get it. I didn't scare a group of 13 year old girls uh, to my knowledge, <laughs> but, but I get I get the, the rush that you kind of get of being like 100% anonymous center of attention. It's a thing. Like I get it. Yep. You just, you become another person. Yeah. But you're not quite possessed. You yes. Can't, you can't call it possessed. You just, well, anyway. My it's my turn for story time. Oh, Kevin's turn. Uh, this was sent by Stan, the oh. man. <laughs> uh, no, the, different Stan. See, I thought that, and I <laughs> restrained myself because I thought that probably won't be very funny. <laughs> and just... look at you both laughing. <laughs> it, was of, like, it was good. I know this. This was me confessing. I should have done it. Different stand. Stand zero nine zero four. Oh, the robot version. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's titled "What Causes Nosebleeds During a Spiritual Experience." So many movies show people having nosebleeds during a spiritual experience. <laughs> I saw, I saw this once in real life, where a sidewalk preacher removed a marijuana demon from a man. <laughs> <laughs> His nose, his nose started bleeding a lot. <laughs> Does anyone know why this is? My daughter was really... It must have been a pretty powerful demon. <laughs> My daughter was having really bad nosebleeds while she was messing with tarot cards. She's got the marijuana demon. Also, you have to check her room for weed right now. Also, she was throwing her clothes all over the floor. I thought this was very strange. Is there a demon of messiness? <laughs> Insights are greatly appreciated. <laughs> this isn't like the box ghost of Danny Phantom. There's not like specific demons. <laughs> I'm also there might be. I'm also cracking up because that's like the very first comment is a marijuana demon question oh, mark. So good. Uh, first reply came here to ask this same question. <laughs> I hope <laughs> I'm praying. It's just baffled half the nation. With this marijuana demon. So good. I guarantee her pastor was going off about it. It's like, <laughs> like you got to make sure your youngins stay off that marijuana stay demon. Stay out of that weed. And she just took it too literally. <laughs> or, she like, had her, or she had her daughter there with her. And she that was stuff's like, the is devil. She, is she possessed? And he was like, oh. Probably. Boy, yeah. <laughs> uh, done. Wait, wait. You, you're clean. You're saying that she he, was he high? He did it on the spot. He cast the demon away, and the the person's nose bled. Wait, but is, she, I I am not a smoker of pot. Do either of you know if uh, I know you don't either? But do either of you know if is do you get nosebleeds when you smoke pot? No, is that a I, thing? I don't I don't think so. Because if that is, well then, then we're there, done. There's no question. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're done. There's here. no question here. That has nothing to do with this. Did the daughter also get <laughs> nosebleeds? I'm sorry to say, your daughter is just possessed smoking weed <laughs> but that no that's what i thought sam was going with it in the first place is like they show up to church but her his daughter is high as a kite mm. and then he's like the the pastor's like uh is your daughter is she does she have the marijuana demon is she high and he, and and he's like uh no <gasps> i think she's possessed and the oh. pastor's like no problem I can handle this. Step back and then cast it out, and then. But he would cast oh, nothing out because no, but maybe, she's not possessed. No, yeah, but um, no, he's unless she's not, she really is possessed. But by the what if? Demon. What if he's not telling us that the action in which he casts demons out is just bopping them on the schnoz? Well, I think that would go a little more public <laughs> very just, quickly. He just punches you right in the nose. I think that. Would, not, I'm not talking about like a cock back. Full on jab to the face. You got to get him like bleeding. A, just a bonk. That would be on Reddit quick, <laughs> and we would have seen it by now. People uh, are people are waiting for priests to mess up twenty four seven to throw them on Reddit. 
We would have seen that. There's no mess up. He's there, casting demons. I'm punching him in the nose. I've seen some if crazy. If it casts the demons out, I've seen some crazy healing stuff videos of yeah, pastors like hitting people or like throwing oh, them. Oh, totally. So I've who's to one, say they're not punching people? In the I've nose? seen one guy throw his I'm hands saying. up and watch a congregation fall to their backs. And it was it was public. Okay, so that's what happens. The pastor in front of the whole congregation is like, "Your daughter isn't high, is she?" And he's oh. like, and he's like, oh, if you're in that social no, situation, she, she must be oh. possessed with a demon. And then everyone's like, cast it out. They're all like, pump now. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> yeah, like no, the congregation doesn't want to hear. Like he doesn't want the congregation to know that his daughter's yeah. been smoking a bowl. And half of them are sweating because they're all high. It's, it's like, a oh. lot more understandable and a lot more entertaining if she's been possessed with a demon. So that's what no. happens. And he's like. Uh yeah, but this is getting away from the question because the this daughter was never we, we went off on a huge we created a new scenario because one was on the street and one was in her room we never entered a church. The in daughter story. actually never smoked weed. Let's be crystal clear about that. She's just throwing her her clothes around. I feel like was guys, her nose bleeding? Uh yes. Ooh, that's yeah. why he brought her. Up I feel up that you've both both absolutely dis discredited the marijuana demon. Yeah, we, I that has to be on the table still. Okay. But so let's talk. But there, I uh, there, is this one demon that influences everyone who smokes marijuana? No one actually wants to smoke marijuana. It's just uh, this demon. I would say no. Is it is it the is it the demon <clears throat> pardon me. Is it the demon that that gets you to smoke marijuana? Or is it, or is it the demon that air- shows up when you smoke Ooh, marijuana? Ooh, that's a good question. Maybe there's two different demons. Maybe there's one there's before and one after. There's not two marijuana demons. You silly goose. <laughs> no, the one, marijuana demon. One of them One of them can be the marijuana demon, and the other one's probably like Post Malone. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what have you just said about Post? <laughs> what have you that's just when, grouped that's our when, friend Posty That's when Posty too. shows up. <laughs> so you're telling this priest just asked Post Malone to leave the premises? <laughs> no. That's what you're no. saying. Post Malone is the other guy. He's the other one that isn't. Possessing people? No, he's, he's the one that isn't the marijuana demon. That's oh, he's the one who. Oh, he's, he's the one that shows up after you smoke the weed. To, to the party. marijuana demon is the one that just shows up before. Very similar. One just comes before very, the weed. Very similar. Gotcha. <laughs> they look gotcha. almost identical. <laughs> the tattoos are just swapped on yeah, his face. No, actually, the marijuana demon doesn't have tattoos. Oh, is that the difference? Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Okay, any insight, though, uh, just really quick on the actual question at hand? Because it has nothing to do with marijuana, actually. It's just the whole nosebleed well, and spiritual experience. Uh, no. <laughs> no, nosebleeds are not just caused. what happens. Actually, to be fair, a lot of the times when they show... well. When they show psychic stuff in movies, so I guess take that to be fair lightly with a grain of salt. Hey, they got to get it from somewhere. They always have nose. Ooh, Kevin also has a point. But when people do psychic things, they n- nosebleed. Yes, that, so the, that, that's the thing. Why? Doesn't make any sense. Uh, because you're using a lot of your brain. Maybe okay. she's just focused really hard on putting away her clothes. I suppose that is where the first stop at a possession takes place. Is the brain, is the, is probably. The brain. Uh, I would say the... S- Soul, the heart. What, what does the entrance? What does great the activity, doorway to your body? What does is large activity? Why? Why does large activity in your brain make nosebleed? It's overexertion. Your nose. That's what psychic, like the psychic thing is. Like if you use too much psychic power, let me your answer, brain's freaking out, and then you get let, a nosebleed. Let me answer that question. People exert themselves very much on a daily basis, and don't. Yeah. Have well, guess what, Sam? The ancient Egyptians. When somebody okay, died, okay. This is going to be wild. When Continue. Some, when somebody yeah, died, pull their where did out. they go to retrieve their brain? Through the Ooh, nose. Ooh, that's actually nose. Kevin. I was going to bag on whatever you said, and you know what? I don't, Facts. I I'm don't, impressed. I don't feel like it has any any ground. Well, you're dumb. Well, then it seems that's, we have. You just don't believe in history or, or e- science. You don't believe in Egyptians. <laughs> you don't get them. Um, this is <laughs> this is from you the British. Made, and you your made brain me look dumb. Your brain will not be preserved. This is so from. You don't have to worry uh, about it. This is from the British Pineapple. Uh, coming back with another one. I recently started working. I recently started work in a large car showroom, cleaning and moving cars about for a presentation and all that jazz. A few weird things have happened since, and I started working there. 
Oh, since I started working there. So I'm I'm on one today. I can't read a thing. Well, I, um, I wasn't going to say anything. I like hearing footsteps echoing off warehouse walls when I'm alone and hearing my name being called out when no one is there. I chalk most of these experiences up to my brain trying to make out meaning out of the background noises, similar to how we make shapes out of clouds that's probably that probably look nothing like we think they do. But earlier today, something actually creepy happened. We leave the car keys in the cars in... We leave the car keys on the cars in a special lock box so the keys stay with the cars, but they can't be driven away unless you have a special key to open the box. We hang the box on the window and roll up the window so it can't be removed. This is standard. I've done it hundreds of times, but this is where something weird happens. So I put a box on the window and I roll it up. I take the key out of the car and put it in the box and shut it. Then out of nowhere, all the windows start moving up and down for no reason. All four windows. This goes on for a minute which is a considerably uh, long time watching the windows roll up and down. The key wasn't in the car, so the window shouldn't be able to move. I take the key out of the box so I can roll up the windows and try to see what it caused this. I pressed all the buttons on the keys and look inside the car, but nothing repeats what happens. I've been working with these cars for a while, and this is the first time I've seen this happen on any car. Can you guys explain this, or is it the world's lamest ghost or something more explainable? It's absolutely something more explainable. It could be the world's lamest ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both are on the table. No, the, I'm the car ghost. Fear your window. No, like, it's the car window ghost. Yeah. The car ghost would just drive that baby out of the... He'd run you over. <laughs> He's just trying to get your little fingers in the window when you're not paying attention. No, this is like our friend Herbie. Herbie Fully Loaded? Mm, if you could use his full title, thanks. Is that his name or is that <laughs> the name of the movie? That's his full name. Nope, it's the name of the movie. Well, I'm sorry. Were you guys not there? I guess I was the only one there for his baptism when I heard his full name. Wrong. <laughs> his baptism. That's the first thing that came. We were just talking about a church. I'm like, where do you hear someone's what does full that name? Even, what does that even look like? <laughs> well, you're not married to Herbie, so you don't know. <laughs> what does that look like? Wait, How do you baptize a car? In oil. If cars, here's a question. If the movie Cars is an exact replica of our world, how do cars get baptized? Oil. Same way. You just drive it. It's a car wash, but with oil. That's not at all the question at hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> we but, are not helping. What I'm very friend. intrigued by and would like to revisit at Yay. a later date. <laughs> so this car, who happens to be sentient, alive, you come waltzing by, you you know sit in there and touch that steering wheel real, real nice, and then and then get out. You're about to walk away, and that car is like. Okay, let's be friends. Baby, come back. Baby, come back. You can play me. Oh, oh, and me. This is like we've talked about a lot of stuff. This might be <laughs> the most acid trip thing I've ever heard in my entire life. He's just wanting friendship, is what I mean. Okay, that's that's, yeah, sure. All right, I'm down. Let me just let me just give that story a prequel. Okay, or, or no, a preface. Um, by caressing the steering wheel? Is no, that what I'm understanding? No. <laughs> no. Well, that's what you said. Well, that just, it's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but let me tell you something about this story, okay? You cannot, you oh, can't man. make this up. This isn't like, it, it, it's not, first of all, it's not one of those things that you're like, Oh, did I see this or was it just like Yeah, hazy? you saw this. This happened. Yeah. And it's also something that you don't just make up. It's also something like, you don't just oh, walk yeah, away from. Oh, yeah, I just from. saw I I saw a ghost for sure. No, it's like no, the, all four car windows were rolling up and down. Um IDKY. It was not followed by anything bad necessarily ominous it could be foreshadowing that's what we if it's a warning we need to be we need to find well, it well then i need to i i need a follow-up i want but i want our friend british then, pineapple to walk around this showroom with a peace of mind what uh, is what? what that's who sent in the story british pineapple i know yeah, british but, pineapple peace of mind yeah i want them to like not be worried when they're walking around i don't want to leave oh, them with info uh, with uh, with peace of mind not with a peace of mind yes oh what did I, is that what i said yeah. with, oh. with a peace of mind you give those cars <laughs> a piece of my mind. <laughs> that's, I didn't even realize that I, I said that. It. That's weird. But what I'm saying is that until something bad does happen, this absolutely could be a great story about friendship oh. between automobiles. Is this going to maybe be Say, a buddy cop movie? But Night Rider 2 
from the showroom floor. I don't know what Knight Rider is about. See, it's a car who talks. We already see an outcome. Okay. Uh, that has happened because this life, this car has shown that it is alive. You have person, British mm-hmm. pineapple, mm-hmm. gets in car, gets out of car, puts key there, and is about to walk away for potentially forever. Car freaks out, rolls the windows down, up, down, up, down. He grabs the key. What does he do? Promptly climbs back into the car to see if he can fix the problem. Car has got exactly what it wanted. Come, so is, come back. This is feeding bad and behavior. He did. Did, so now did he, he knows. Did he get back in the car? I don't think so. Actually, let me double check that. Yeah. Uh, get, get elevator music. Can you? No, he didn't get back in the car. He just took the special key out of the box and tried all the buttons to see if he so could recreate what happened. He did. Okay, he did come back to the car though. Oh, okay. and now he knows that something is going oh, on with this okay. car, and he will. Keep a closer eye out. Hey, real quick, boys. Uh, didn't expect you to really do that. Good job on that elevator music. Like, r- genuinely good. Good. I would like to hear that in an elevator one day. Shucks. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I think you just have a new friend, man. I think this is. I think this is going to be a lifelong friendship. And was if- it? Was had he turned on the radio? Would the windows be bumping to the the current jam? Uh, I don't know if there's a correlation there. All I know is if you do sell this car, you better make dang well sure they know what happened. Or don't tell them. Don't tell them? Don't tell them. Well, okay, Once it's okay, off the lot, okay. it's not your responsibility. We have a lot of fun on this podcast. We've been saying this is a friend car. What if it's evil? What if it's an evil possessed car? Okay, you're not going to say it's sitting in your lot. Okay. And it'll be there forever. Touché. Or you sell it to some I schmuck. I, I think I might we're try, it to some we're schmuck. Trying to, <laughs> we're trying to run a business, Houston. <laughs> this isn't about morals. You think people come to Ghost Cars Incorporated looking for cars without ghosts? No. <laughs> of course he knows that the windows are going to do that. I'm saying, I no, I think it's a dance dance party. Oh, a dance car. There. You know, the yeah. classic dance car. Dance car. It's like the taxi cab, but just for dances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, you, everyone had hey, he turned on you, the radio. This is really relatable. You can to the windows. You know That's that. What I'm you saying. know that hit show Kevin's talking about. Dance car, dance taxi. <laughs> the, the hit show on what CBS? Is that where it is, Kevin? I don't know where it is. Okay, <laughs> all I know is that it is. Where the music music is moderately volume and, when and the windows turn, bounce to the beat. Yes, when you turn on the radio. <laughs> this is just a retired car from the hit show the Taxi windows, Dance. The windows go up and down so like dumb. like the. I don't even know what you call those things, but like when the bass bumps and the things rise. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Windows. The lights. Yeah. I, I'd want that car. I got a story here from our friend Corey. Our good friend, mm-hmm. Corey. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of stories. Hey, thanks for delivering, guys. We appreciate that. About a year and a half ago, I moved into my house. Had a friend who was going to... Uh, this one's a little bit long. so. Oh, back, buckle up. Here, wait, buck- one, let, me, let me buckle up. Don't let him... Uh, I had a friend who was going, going to move in with me for the summer. I moved into my house, and then the friend was going to move in. Um, the house is old and kind of quirky, but I'm not usually easily spooked, so I didn't think much about spending a couple of nights there by myself. Two peaceful nights later, my my friend moves in. We get her settled in, and the problems start. Oh, boy. Okay, well, then it's the There's, friend. Here's the variable. She tells me she's afraid to be in the house alone. She feels like someone is always watching her and that there's something wrong with her room. Yeah, she said that the last house she stayed at, too, and then <laughs> now they're all dead. Uh, then get out. <laughs> I tell her it's nothing, that she's just paranoid, and she agrees that I'm probably right. I come home one day, and my friend asks if I came to her room and tried to open the door. Oh, my gosh. I didn't. Nope. Nope. You leave. I you get a hotel. I hadn't been home all day. The next couple of days, my friend claims to hear footsteps in the hallway when no one else is in the house. A couple of nights later, she starts having dreams. It's always the same dream. In her dream, she wakes up, and when she opens her eyes, there's a woman wearing a black dress and a black veil standing in her room. Oh, nope, nope. Yeah, that's bad. The first time she has the dream, the woman is on the other side of the room. I bet you can guess where this is going. Oh, next dream, she was a little closer. I tell her she's just letting her imagination get the better of her. The next time she has the dream, the veiled woman is in the middle of the room. I agree that it's (laughs) weird. I hate it. I agree I hate it. that it's weird. She's had the same dream twice. The third time she has the dream, the woman is right by her bed, and my friend swears she wasn't really asleep. She says that she was taking a nap in the middle of the day and opened her eyes to check her phone, and the veiled woman was right there. I didn't believe her, but I'll admit I was a little unnerved. Not long after that, I started feeling uneasy. When I'm alone in the house. Uh, that was not. Okay. When, <clears throat> when, 
Corey's in the house. You made that uh, joke last time Corey sent thing something in. I know, but I'm this not is... long after that, I start feeling uneasy when I I'm alone in the house. I passed up the opportunity of Corey not being in the house when she like asked him if he was. And then he said that, and I just couldn't pass it up <laughs> twice. So dumb. This was just so much more appropriate. Oh. To be totally honest, I'm not sure if this is a he or a she. Mm. Corey. Well, I'm sorry. It's C O R R I E. Well, the I've Corey, heard, I've heard I it know. both ways. I feel like. Yeah, that's true. More typically, a guy's name is spelled with a Y. Yeah, I think that's fair. Either way, it I doesn't may, matter. I may be wrong there. Um. <clears throat> Not long after that, I started feeling uneasy when I'm alone in the house. I swear one night, I heard banging on my bedroom wall and something rattled my doorknob like it was trying to get in. Things get worse. Awesome. Neither of us can sleep and we can't stand being in the house alone. Locked doors open on their own and we hear noises coming from the attic. We moved my friend into my room and we asked... And we ask a friend who's a pastor to come pray over the house. Good move. It's hey, not smart an move. exorcism. Oh, well... Let's be very clear about that. Why would you not? Okay, why would you not pay the what the extra twenty bucks to get the exorcism? Do you why? Pay why just, for exorcism? I don't know, man. I'm just saying, if they got the priest over there, why not do both? Almost more of a counseling session than anything, but it seems to help. Things get a little better. The house still feels oppressive, but there's there's no more banging on walls or rattling doorknobs or terrible dreams. We're in my friend's room, and I notice something hanging on the corner of the headboard nope. of the bed. Nope. It's a rosary with black and red bean, beads. And a silver crucifix. I don't know what about it attracted my attention. I just thought it seemed off. I asked my friend about it. Her last roommate gave it to her oh. before she moved states. There it is. I think stateside. And moved into my house. I asked her where her friend got it. A little shop in Mexico. Okay. Yep, that's her, it. How many variables old, are in this story? This, this is the most important sentence in the entire thing. Oh, her old roommate was a practicing Wiccan. <laughs> well. <laughs> Why is there so much lead up? This story should say, hey guys, hey Phantasmagoria. My friend <laughs> took a gift from a Wiccan and she won't get rid of it and she's staying in my house and others ghosts. Advice? <laughs> That's what this question should have okay, been. But the lead up is nice. It's, it's good. nice to it's see good. where like no. the, the whole build of the story, the climax, and let's I, I am from, glad to see where from Corey's perspective no, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. No, absolutely. I'm saying I'm just but saying if, yes. yeah, if I was Corey, I'd be like, well, you probably should lead with that you probably shouldn't enter my home i'm not ragging on your corner i'm just saying me. i'm saying it sounds like you know what the problem is it seems like your friend would know what the problem is you're like okay scary stuff and there's ghosts oh yeah by the way i have oh, this man like classic creepy thing I have that this, i got uh, from my witch friend it's like <laughs> oh my gosh oh. that's like a huge that's just a paper trail asked and answered man I told my friend that we should get rid of the rosary. Yes. That's, that's possible, uh, and that it's possible something dark is attached to it. My friend seems a little skeptical, but she agrees that it's so worth a try. She's like, who's your friend? Who's your friend to be skeptical? Uh, I don't think so. Sorry for bringing your ghost into your house. Please don't throw it away. Dude, your friend's possessed. Why don't you have your friend discuss her skepticism with black-dressed woman that appears to her in the middle of the night? <laughs> Why don't they have a nice long conversation about her skepticism? Or she's lying and, and she's just trying to, to pass the the cursed baton over to Dude, you. Dude, I'm kind of the same vein. I Your friend might already have she's a ghost like, in her and is trying to put more ghosts in your she's house. She's like, what is that rosary doing here? And she's like, oh, that thing? Oh, it's nothing. I I got it from some another friend of mine that See, got no, it. but she's she didn't a do witch. That. And she, she got it from Mexico, and I don't know. She said the she was fact that she's willing to admit that her friend who gave her the item was a witch adds to the fact that she is innocent. Because she would, if she was a, a, yeah, a likely story. If she was nefarious though, and trying to get ghosts in the house, she'd hide the thing so that it could continue to put ghosts in the house. Yeah, well, she just forgot to hide it. No. Wrong. Why? Because he's talking about the veiled woman. She's distressed. No, or she has to use it on a, a regular she occasion. She says she'll get rid of it the next day. The next day when I get home from work, the rosary is on the counter in the kitchen. Aha. See? Wait, but did she get rid of it? I asked I'm sure my she, friend. I'm sure she did. <clears throat> I asked my Quotes. friend about it casually. She looks surprised. She tells me that she meant to throw it out. That she had it in her hand and then just completely forgot about it. Oh, see, this she is a load of it. She shrugs it off and <laughs> says she'll throw it in the trash can outside when she goes to the gym 
in the evening. Corey, this is the part of the story where you pick it up and say, no, no, don't, you, don't worry. I'll do it. Let me, <laughs> you drive Later. 10 miles from your house and destroy it. <laughs> Later that night, my friend is thoroughly freaked out when she gets back from the gym. She carries the rosary out of the house with the express purpose of throwing the thing away. The trash can is even between the front door and her car, but gets in her car having completely forgotten about the rosary until she's already out on the road and realizes the thing is in still in her hand. She's a little unnerved and resolves to throw it away in the dumpster in the parking lot of the gym. She gets to the gym and forgets all about the rosary, which is still in her hand, until she passed the dumpster and entered the gym. Now she's freaked out. Now she's freaked now and rushes over to the nearest trash can and throws it away finally. She told me it was like she could not hold the idea of throwing the rosary away in her head for more than a couple of minutes, like it didn't want to be thrown away. After, Cor <clears throat> Corey, after, I think this is your bad so far. I'm sure after it that, didn't want to be thrown after away. After that, the house felt normal, peaceful. Uh, there were no more weird noises, dreams, or feelings. I have lived in this house ever since and never had another bad feeling in the house. My friend eventually moved out when she got married, but she still visits often and hasn't felt anything negative in the house since the rosary either. Well, case solved. It was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. You're wary of rosaries and formerly haunted friend, Corey. That's a good story. I like that. It's nice to have one that ends with a happy ending. Corey story. Corey, this was a quick solve. <laughs> and you, you dragged it out for what, two, three days? It was a quick solve. I, I feel that this is more a warning story or a success story. Yeah, this isn't she doesn't this she doesn't need our advice. She has solved the problem. Yeah, he or she, yeah. Um But now we can look at the story, we can learn from story. Next time your house is possessed after a friend moves in, say, do you have maybe Do you have uh, a friend that's ooh, a witch that gave a, you a rosary on hand? A rosary. Colors black, red. Do you maybe have maybe a voodoo silver? doll? That your voodoo witch doctor friend gave you that looks exactly <laughs> like me. <laughs> because I've just been thrown against the walls since I got here. Because I feel like I'm under a stack of books all the time. Maybe go through your stuff. <laughs> She's like, oh, I actually do have something under my my books. No, see, the the moral of the story is keep an eye on your freaking friend. Because... I think she's the one that's shady in this. Yeah, in this who's scenario. why is she picking up gifts from witch? Why she's would like, you do that? She's like, oh, uh, yeah, my friend's a witch. I have here's this her necklace she gave me. Here's this necklace she gave. <laughs> I me. I wear it every night, and, and then I have weird dreams. And uh, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna throw it away, but I'm actually not going to do that. Yeah, but then, but then, to be fair. If if the influence of the necklace is real, it falls to Corey in that moment. Be like, all right, fine. You've tried twice to throw this away, and it hasn't happened. It's my turn, because I know I can do it. And then you do it. It's easier said than done, though. Well, I, I guess. I, I yeah, would... that's true. No. That's true. That's exactly what she wanted. She's Ooh. like, here, give it to me. I'll do it. And she's like, okay, here you go. Here's the curse. And now you're cursed. I don't know. That is well done. That is. You want to keep your mitts so off. So Corey, that being the champion, okay, okay, was like, "I'm onto your shiz. I, you, yeah, go throw it away. You go throw it away. I'm not gonna. I'm keeping my paws off of that thing. I don't want anything to do with that thing. But I want it out of here. That you know what? I think that I can relate to had that. As little, con it? as little contact as you can have with this, yep. this possessed rosary is ideal. Top. Top, top. Yep. And that's, dude, if I was possessed with some kind of rosary that I couldn't get away, unless it was actually, like, ha voluntarily handed over, that's exactly how I would do it. Yeah. I'd be like, I just can't seem to get rid of this darn thing. Maybe, uh... <laughs> Maybe. It's, it's just one of those things that <laughs> it's, it will always keep appearing to you, you until you give can it hand it off to somebody you, else. You want to give it a shot, buddy? You want to see if you can get rid of it? Because I just can't do it. And then um, they're like, okay. It's kind of, you know, I, I was thinking about this earlier and then I forgot. Um, almost as if it was removed from my brain. Uh, it's interesting that it was a rosary. I was doing that because of the, the no, necklace. I'm, I'm a little skeptical now. No, 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 no. I'm just saying <laughs> um, it's interesting that it was a rosary in the first place because usually bad ghosts don't touch those at all. Like that's the, that's usually when there's a bad ghost, the antidote is throw a rosary at it. Like, well, okay. that's what happens. Yes and no. But 
Okay, well, there you go. I guess it solves by Kevin. I feel like with, no. with potential for great good has something also potential for great exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah, okay, fair. I like that. It's a good answer. Um, so, yeah, that's the that's the tale. Uh, are we out of... Do we have any more time that's, for another? That's probably good. Yeah. Another story or... If it was really quick. Uh, it's not. So I guess we're done. Save it for next time. <laughs> Um, do we have anything that we need to? Yeah, Magoriacast at gmail dot com. Phantasmacast. Yeah, the whole fam needs to start sending in emails. The you're whole right. fam. The whole we fam do need more emails. There's a lot of you listening every week, so I know you're gonna feel so nice they, and ready to hey, send in some stories. We're in the process of getting a logo. Some, don't we? Some, Ooh, yeah. So that's expect some like little fun changes. Right. Something yeah. I very much enjoyed from what Corey sent us is that. They mentioned that they were guilted into sending in a story by me. <laughs> you wait, oh. do we want to make our audience feel guilty? Yes. yes. What? That a resounding. That was a resounding yes. yes from both Sam and Kevin at the exact same time. <laughs> Houston's, Houston's on the fence. I don't want you guys to feel bad, but please. You, guys, send you stuff. need to if, if you feel you terrible. feeling terrible gets you to send in the story, then I hope you and I hope you feel horrible. And remember, if you. For real though, if it's not even your story, if you come across something interesting, because like we we try to do as deep of dives as we can and find the most interesting stuff to bring to the table. But if you find an interesting story or article while just surfing the web, I know all of you are, every single one of you. When your grandpappy is telling you the crazy stories he's got, or if you find an article, I anything, hear those. like send send in what you find that you think would be fun to hear on the podcast. I maybe we should even like lean away, like send your stories if you have stories. But anything that you think would be interesting to be read on this show. Just go ahead and send it. I want to hear what you guys have to say. I want to make it more involved. Also, so. whatever platforms you guys are listening on, uh, we would really appreciate it if you go on there and give us, you know, positive feedback, mm-hmm. give us a review, a like. That, that goes such a long way. Biggest of all, share it. You can share the show with some friends. You could even give me negative feedback if that's what it takes. Yeah. Well, but then, but DM, then us, even, DM us some negative feedback pers- and we'll work on it. it. <laughs> If you're gonna if you're gonna put Kevin down, even it out by talking me up. Be like Kevin, Kevin is kind of long-winded or blah blah blah. But Sam, he's great. We love Sam. You're gonna want to listen to Sam. <laughs> Thank you guys for Five listening. Stars. This has been Phantasmagoria, and life's only gonna be as spooky as you make it. <laughs>